Good morning. It's December 18th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. The music you're listening to is Good Christian Men Rejoice by the Handbells, Notepad Music. Today's title is All the Time. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5.16, New King James. I'm almost finished with a book by Peggy Noonan, the famous Wall Street Journal columnist, called When Character Was King. If you're my age, and knowing that Miss Noonan is a political columnist, you can probably guess who the book is about. It's a biography of President Ronald Reagan. No matter what your political leanings, left or right, anyone who knew him or worked with him knew this. He was the genuine article. With Reagan, what you saw was what you got, as ironic as that was for a man who started his career as an actor. When he was first running for governor of California and under tremendous pressure from all sides, he developed horrible, piercing, persistent stomach pain. Eventually, seeing a doctor, the diagnosis of peptic ulcer was confirmed. He suffered for a year, taking antacids and altering his diet, but determined to keep it a secret because he viewed ulcers as a sign of weakness and thought others would too. One morning, after a year or so, he woke up with no hint of pain. He reached for the Maalox, but then decided not to take it. He had several meetings that day, and the first was with some conservative backers from North Carolina, of all places. When the meeting was over, as the man walked out the door, he paused and looked over his shoulder and said, Ronnie, I wanted you to know that there's a group of men in North Carolina who are praying for you every day. Reagan thanked the man, but was taken aback. Really, he thought. He had two more meetings with out-of-state groups that day. At the end of each meeting, the primary representative paused as he was leaving to let Reagan know that there was a faithful group of people who were praying for him every day. Nancy Reagan confirmed 25 years later in an interview with Peggy Noonan that from that day forward, Ronald Reagan believed that whether his ulcer had been healed by others' prayers or whether those prayers simply led him to stop taking his medicine, the power of prayer was irrefutable. When Peggy asked Mrs. Reagan if the president knelt by his bed and prayed at night, she responded, Oh, heavens no. Ronnie prayed all the time, every single day, no matter where he was or what he was doing. He either paused to give thanks when he entered a room, or if he needed guidance at any time. I try to converse with God that way as well. But when it comes time to give thanks publicly and out loud, I am often the least articulate of my believing friends. But my nine- and six-year-old grandchildren don't have that problem. Before a meal, they will often lead us in their favorite song of prayer. God our Father, God our Father, we thank you, we thank you for our many blessings, for our many blessings. Amen. Amen. As you prepare for this Christmas celebration, if you don't pray conversationally with God or find it difficult to do so, even silently, may I suggest you pause three times tomorrow and pray as Liam and Allie do? Remember, God knows what you want before you ask it. Matthew 6, 8. Articulating your needs aren't nearly as critical as making sure the Father hears you and knows that he's appreciated. God our Father. God, our Father, we thank you, we thank you, for our many blessings, for our many blessings. 
Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.